I worry about you, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, we can get right into it. How about that? Oh, wow. Starting hot. Yeah, okay. listen, let's not get into it. So, uh, follow-ups from last week, of course, mm-hmm. uh, as Todd is uh, questioning my condition and my overall demeanor, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, I was in a super shit mood when I recorded, because uh, we recorded late. Yep. Um, and it was the precursor for everything else that was going to be going on. Um, I do want to say that I did have a couple people actually reach out to me privately and say how much they enjoyed, uh, after dark last week and said it was probably our best ever. What was our after dark about last week? Okay. Well, so that's the thing. I know it's tough because it's like, as soon as we're done with after dark, uh, it's just kind of like a mind flush, you know? Yeah. I call it the mind dump person. Right. Yes. Um, so it's a mind flush. And uh, then I'm the one who has to do the write-up for it, you know? So I don't remember what the hell we talked about, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Long John Silver's ordering screw-ups, uh, Simpsons, Doctor Who, um, uh, John Madden tributes, and so on and so forth, right? Yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, year-end, we went out strong. Yeah, yeah. And the people who reached out to me and said uh, that they really enjoyed last week's episode... I go, wow, I was in a real shit mood that day, and uh, I'm glad it, did tra- it didn't translate uh, to you, because it certainly translated to Todd. Oh, my God. <laughs> About halfway through, I'm like, I'm done with this. I'm just yeah. I'm just ghosting halfway through the main show. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't really attack you much, but, man, you were pissy all around. Even, like, in between shows, I was like, what about this? And it was like, bam. And I was like, all right, never mind. Never mind. Let's just do the show. <laughs> But that, I, I was just upset that like I was out so late on a school night mm-hmm. and I had the podcast to do. And the clock was ticking from what you said. And the clock's always ticking, man. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, to get into it. Right. Uh, so I'm doing better um, emotionally, <laughs> but physically I'm not doing better. <laughs> OK. So as I mentioned uh, last week, last Tuesday, we were late because I was dropping my kid off at my cousin's house was a little kid who's ace's age they're doing a sleepover and we were there way too long and she has many animals including like this big dog right mm-hmm. and i knew that dog was gonna fuck me up right with my allergies yep and that was part of the reason i didn't like i didn't want to be a dick and say like hey can we go like i completely forgot every time i li- so i'm making it a point anytime that i'm going uh, anywhere anymore, I'm just going to take a Zyrtec before I leave the house, right? Right. Just to be on the safe side, right? If if I'm not in control of the situation when I leave my house, <laughs> let's say that, okay? So you're always going to take a Zyrtec yes. with you? Yes. So Wednesday comes, and I had to go pick Asa up there. And that was after the comic book shop and after making some other whatevers, right? Right. So, and I'm like, hey, I, I don't, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be rude. I go, we got all this stuff that we have to go and I want to make sure that he gets home and blah, 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 right? Because I don't want to be there with the dog again for a long time. And I'm like, all right, let's go, you know? So then we had to go run over to my brother's house, drop some other stuff off in preparation for New Year's Eve because that's where we were going for New Year's Eve, that's where we go every year for New Year's Eve. That was like, because like they have the two little kids. 
So they do like a fake early New Year's Eve because they're like now they're five and three. They don't fucking know what time it is or day it is, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But Asic kind of knows and he understands like, okay, we do this and we play games with the kids and all that sort of jazz. I don't give a shit about New Year's Eve or New Year's Day or any of that jazz. Mm -hmm. Um, So we stop there. And then Thursday I wake up and I feel like shit. I can't breathe. Um, I'm running a fever. I'm schnotting all over the place. And I'm thinking, I fucking have COVID. Like, I have a sore throat. And I'm like, I have COVID. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, motherfuckers, right? Um, this is what I get for leaving the house, so on and so forth. And I'm like, I'm fine. I could deal with it. But, like, a lot of it is, so when I, I've mentioned this before on the After Dark but when I first moved out of my folks' house, coming up now here on 17 years ago. Right. And then when we go back to my folks' house to visit, you're talking my mom, my dad, all three of my brothers, their respective girlfriends, all heavy smokers. <laughs> plus, you're talking minimally two dogs and maybe a cat in the house all the time, right? Right. So we would leave and I would just be like hacking up like the most disgusting green and black shit when I would lay down to go to bed. Like it would be like a heavy wheeze that it sounded like I couldn't catch my breath. And then just after a couple days of like hacking it up, it would go. Right. And I think it was that that kind of because I'd never had like seasonal allergies or anything like that in my whole life. And I think it was being away from my folks' house, going back, having that aggravated so severely. And then because I remember, like, so I'd moved out in, like, February, like, January, February of 05. And then, like, that May was, like, the first time, like, I got, like, really affected by seasonal allergies as well. So I'm like, maybe it's that. Maybe it's COVID. Who the fuck knows what it is, right? So I'm just trying to keep an eye on myself, drinking a lot of fluids. I took some preventative like DayQuil earlier in the day. And then around three o'clock, my fever is like almost at 100. It's like Mm 99.9. And I'm like, I fucking have COVID. I got to go get a test, right? I call into work and I say, listen, I got to go. I go, I think I have COVID. I need to go get a test. The places around here close at seven. I'm not done till six. By the time I get over there, it's not going to get me in. So the way that you have to do it at these places, oh, and none of the places, of course, had like none of your CVSs or Walgreens. Every place is out of the at-home tests, right? Mm-hmm. So I go over to the like Med Express, whatever the fuck it is, and I'm literally in their parking lot for two hours before yeah. they let me in. I call and they're like, what are you here for? I'm like, here for a COVID test. They're like, yeah, we're waiting here back from corporate to see if we could do any more today. Uh, call us back in a half hour. Okay. I call back in a half hour. Yeah, we're still waiting. Call back in 15 minutes. Okay. Call back in 15 minutes. Uh, call back. They go, oh, middle another half hour before we're here from anybody. And I'm like, I've been out in your parking lot since 3.30. You keep telling me to call back. If you guys aren't doing them today, tell me so I can go and try to find one somewhere else. Um, they're like, no, 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 we are just keep calling. 
So I finally get through to them. They close at 7. I finally get through to them at 6.30. They do the pre-screen. They call me to go in at 5 to 7. Right. So I get the test. And like they're like, oh, okay, it'll be like 15 minutes. Okay. Now, I'm. it's past 7 o'clock. They're closed, right? And I'm like, right. they're going to fucking forget me in here. Because <laughs> now it's a half hour and no one's come and gotten me, right? And I feel like shit. I'm having difficulty breathing, everything. Um, and then hanging over my head is I still got the podcast. I got at odds that night, right? Oh, yeah, the weakest, but I get what you mean. Right. So test comes back negative. I'm like, okay, negative. So I call my cousin. I call my brother. And I go home. Anyone that I've been in contact with the last couple of days, I go, hey, listen. I just got a test. I'm negative. I go, but I'm having all these crazy symptoms. I'm just letting you know. I'm running a fever, sore throat, difficulty breathing, the whole thing. Just giving you a head up. Okay. Uh, so I tell Adam, I go, listen, man, I go, I'm going to be hitting the mute the whole time. I go, I feel like shit. It's horrible. Right. And also before we record, um, I texted, uh, oh, so I texted you and I texted DJ and I texted Mantis and I'm like, hey, guys, listen, I go, Maybe I'm overreacting. I said it's Mantis. I go, but I'm not feeling great. Um, I don't have COVID. I just got a negative test. I go, but I don't feel as though I should be around other people. So consider me not going to the LVAC show on Saturday, right? Yep. Oh, and I also, when I contact my brother, I'm like, hey, we're not coming up. Or at least I'm not coming up. Oh, and we were supposed to have people over our house in the like afternoon like morning afternoon like for a new year's eve brunch right right so i do the podcast we finish the podcast and like five minutes after we finish the podcast mantis sends the thing out that like they got a bunch of other people saying they tested positive for covid uh there was a big spike i think the day that the show was supposed to happen there was over like eight thousand new cases at bethlehem alone right it's crazy. So show gets canceled anyway. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't feel that bad, you know? Right. And I told somebody they postponed it because he couldn't go. Oh, that's right. That's, that's the it. only reason. But go there ahead. you go. That makes sense. I and that's the thing. I never told Mantis that this person was going because I didn't want to get Mantis's hopes up. Right. And then it changed. So it's all good. Right. So Friday ends up uh, the April side of the family that we're supposed to come down here. Because I wasn't feeling well, April and Asa, who were feeling fine. No symptoms, no fever, no nothing. They go up that way, up Shikshini way, and they do whatever the brunch thing they were supposed to do at our house there. We've already canceled off of doing uh, New Year's with my brother. Uh, in the interim of me sleeping and trying to breathe, and April and Asa going up Shikshini way, April gets a call. That my cousin, who Asa slept over the house for on Tuesday, both my cousin and her daughter both tested positive for COVID. Right. So now we're like, son of a bitch. Asa was there like all night on top of them, the whole thing. They had sent something out because they were all supposed to return to school on Monday. The district did a whole thing on Sunday where we're doing free COVID tests for all the students. As long as you pre-register, you come to the school between these hours on Sunday kids getting a test right but didn't asa just have it he just had it um beginning of the month 
Now, I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about COVID. I'm not saying don't you you shouldn't have gotten tested, but I was wondering if like you can get it again that soon. You know what I mean? Don't want to take. They say, mm-hmm. um, for like depending depending on what you read and what your doctor says and what like anyone else says. Some people say 30 days. Some people say 60 days. Some people say 90 days because Asa was supposed to get his first uh whatever shot his first vaccine shot but because he had covid they have to wait 30 days from he him showing no symptoms before they could even give him the shot so we're like well 30 days he should be fine i go but let's not risk it you know what no, i mean I, if you're given the i test get it free, i'm let's just go get it right i'm just saying stuff that's all yeah so it's on the books with the school he came he tested whatever he has right um so Friday night, we, like, video called in at my brother's house so the kids could all see each other for New Year's Eve. We go to bed. Uh, we, we pulled up, like, whatever it was on, on YouTube, but whatever we were watching was, like, on an eight-second delay. So <laughs> we're watching it, like, the ball's going, and it's, like, 10, 9, and then, like, all the fireworks start going off on the na- uh, like in our neighborhood, and I'm like, oh, we're watching, like, a delayed feed or some shit, right? Right. Um. So Saturday... I'm still not feeling good, but I'm like April had gone out to the sco- store and she got me like this crazy liquid mucinex stuff <laughs> that okay. she had to show her ID for. Like she had to show two forms of ID to go buy at the store. Right. So she's not making meth in the, in right. the garage. Right. So that that's been helping. Um, so then Saturday, my brother calls me. He and his wife's mother both tested positive for COVID. Okay. So I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's hitting everyone around me. Like, like I know they're, and they're all vaxxed, right? I'm going to state, well, my brother and his, his wife's mother are vaxxed. I can't say anything for the other two that got it. So I'm like, okay, well, luckily we didn't go up there. Hopefully everyone's okay. Check on them, check on them. Uh, Sunday, Asa goes and gets the test. They say... Uh, you know, obviously we got to move everyone along. We'll have our results in 15 minutes. If you don't hear from us, he's negative. If you hear from us, he's positive. We don't hear from them. So he's negative, but they got so many positive tests this week. The entire district is at home learning, right? Right. So I'm feeling better than I was (laughs) Thursday, but I'm still not feeling great. Like I have a little bit of a wheeze, but it's only when I lay down. And when I have to cough, it's nowhere near as frequent as it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And I don't have that taste that comes up with it. Right. The reminiscent taste of when I had it from 17 years ago. Like, yeah. Um, But, you know, like I still have a little bit of tightness in my chest. I still have a little bit of a sore throat. Um, I'm not running a fever, but. Like, I'm, like, 98.4 right. consistently, like, well, the last two days. And you always run hot anyway, so. I actually run, like, so technically I run cold uh, in comparison to everyone else in the house. Um, April's I do always too. Right. April's always cold, but, like, if you sit next to her, she feels like she's burning up all the time. Um, I just feel normal. And then April comes over to me and she's like, oh my God, you're burning up. I'm like, well, that's because you're ice cold. But anyway, um, 
it's just I'm just waiting for this shit to go away, you know? Right. I get you. Yeah. But at least you didn't, uh, what is it? You talked a lot there without any breaks. So I know you weren't hitting the mute button to hack away. You know what I mean? I did very early on. You didn't catch me. Oh, you're good. You're yeah. good, Joe. I was I'm waiting a professional. for professional. I'm a professional. I, I was waiting for you to leave the mute on and keep talking. And I said this on at odds this week. I can't understand how many people out there do podcasts and leave the mute on unwillingly. Because when I leave the Skype thing up and I hit the mute button, and if it's on longer than literally five seconds, I get a, th- a thing pops up on Skype that says, you have yourself muted. The other parties in your call may not be able to hear you. <laughs> and then uh, one of my other podcasts that I listen to that have been doing Skype for the longest time, uh, just this past week decided to go over to like Microsoft Teams or whatever it was. Okay. And they're just like, fuck Skype. Skype sucks. <laughs> Granted, we've been using it for like 300 and some odd episodes. We're going to switch over to something else. And they weren't hearing each other. And they're like, I missed what you said there. They're talking over each other because the sync was off. And I'm like, guys, you know, I know everyone wants the shit to sound good, but you're spending all this extra time and money and effort on all these non-Skype programs. And Todd, outside of like one user error on my part, of the 170 episodes of at odds of the 373 episodes of this show of the almost 600 episodes of the other show how many times have we had a problem with skype if you go back to oh yeah no no skype never i was gonna go back to three guys yeah but that that time you just forgot to start the the recording but that was we were doing the phoning it in remember and it was like some business room and you had to go out and come back in freeconferencecalls.com Okay, that's what it was, but yeah. that Give them a cheap plug. <laughs> yeah, they're not a sponsor, but there you go. Um, yeah, because I don't remember. I, re- I mean, now granted, I've had a couple of people tell me like, oh, like we, you know, we cut out, but I think we've kind of worked on that since we've had it. You know what I mean? Like you take precautions now. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't remember uh, like Skype ever blowing up on us. I mean, we've been kicked out a few times. Yeah. Um, there's been, a, I remember one weird time we were doing Skype. And you were talking and I, like, and I know I'm a, I'm a, I'm an idiot. Didn't touch anything. We're just talking. And all of a sudden this high pitched squeal just comes <laughs> through my headphones and I'm like hitting mute. I'm hitting this. I'm doing that. And I'm like, nope, nothing's working here. I can't hear you whatsoever. So I just hung up the call. Uh-huh. I'm like that, that it, there's nothing working. I call back and you're like, what? And I told you, and you're like, I don't know what to tell you. That's usually your answer to me yeah. on anything. But that's like, that's the kind of stuff. Like, like you said, if we've done 700 episodes, uh, less than a dozen times, you know what I mean? Something's, right. But nothing that shut us down. You know what I mean? In eight years of doing this iteration of the show, mm-hmm. like it's less than 10. Oh, I agree. Yeah. You know, so until, like, Skype completely shits the bed and just Mm -hmm. says, you can't do it this way, I'm good just doing this. Uh, You know what, Joe? I'm good with you doing it this way, too. Because if I wasn't, then I'd have to do it. Mm Mm-hmm. So. 
As long as you get my 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 wonderful opinions out there, that's all I care about. Exactly. Uh, so how are you? I'm good. I had a relatively low profile New Year's Eve. I stayed home. I watched some TV. Uh, did watch the ball drop live, though. I will admit I wasn't on the I wasn't on the supposed delay. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I just watched the ball drop. I mean, and I didn't even watch like any of the uh, the uh, New Year's Eve shows. I was like, I'm, I, I turned like because I, I can on my TV with the cable. I can go to the cable box and go like, all right, what's on this station? I can hit info and it'll tell me all the people that are going to be on it. So if it's like a live show, if they know about the guests, and I was like, I don't, I don't recognize any of these names. I'm like, these are all young people, like entertainers. And I kept going through and I'm like, well, the, uh, nothing. So, I mean, I don't even have to watch the show to do it. So I could just like hit the button on the side and it'll tell me. So I was like, ah, I'll wait till two minutes or a minute. And I did. And I put on Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year because that's just like the tried and true. And I think it was Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. They were like a minute to go. Bing, bang, boom. The ball dropped. I heard the fireworks. I turned the I turned the TV either to something else, and I basically either passed out shortly after that or whatever. So I did see New Year's come around because boy, I didn't want to miss you know that one going out and the new one coming in, Joe Dog Dog Garnet. Right. But yeah, so that's about it. Good. I'm, I'm glad you stayed out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Um and. Again, you know, obviously we don't really get into too, too much of it on uh, the main show, but are the Raiders? Okay, so I don't think they're in the playoffs, but they haven't been mathematically eliminated yet, correct? Right, and it's fantastic what's going on. Right, because I saw last week, uh, you know, I know we have a lot of listeners that are like either Steelers fans or Browns fans or Eagles fans. And I think most of them are mathematically eliminated. With the Steelers' win last night, they have an 8% chance to win, uh-huh. to get in, to get right. in. I can't give you how that is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because the only one that I do know is the Raiders one, which is pretty easy. The Raiders have a chance to be in next week. But so, like, it was a bunch of other things where I saw, like, all right, well, because the Eagles won – uh, these other six teams need to lose for the Eagles to not be math. So it was like a bunch of Eagles fans were like, they won, but like these, like, and I'm exaggerating when I say six, it was maybe like three, but well, like these you. three teams need to lose for us not to be in the playoffs, but not to be mathematically eliminated this week. Right. And I'm like, all- when you're a sports fan and that's what you're hanging on to, it's like you can't root for your team to just win on their own merit. You have to like root for your team's merit, and I say merit in quotes, but you also have to like hope like one to five other teams fail for a maybe. Right, right. And that's like a lot of that, I don't know what they call it if you're in and if somebody lose, like if teams lose, you're out. Yeah. But if you're like somebody like the the Steelers who has an 8% chance, 8% chance of being in, they call it you need help 
to get in the playoffs, uh-huh. like all these other teams have to do. And that's crazy when you get down to like, sometimes it could be like, you need these two teams to win and you need this team to lose. And this team has to tie. And then you're in <laughs> these two teams have to tie. Literally. That's what it comes down to. But the Raiders one is really okay. So the in and out of it, the, the easiest part of it is, the Raiders play the Chargers, one of their 31 rivals. Right. Not only that, one of their three rivals out of the 31 in their own division. <laughs> right. You've got the league, you've <laughs> got the conference, you've got the division rivals. Exactly. So, so the, the Chargers are a triple rival. Yes. the old, And I don't know if they'll have the old powder blues on. So but uh, so basically, it's like you, you, you're in charge of your own fate. Chargers win, they go in. Raiders win. They go into the playoffs. Seems simple, right, Joe? Easy peasy. Right. But there is another scenario where the Colts are playing the Jaguars. Okay, now the Raiders are playing the the Chargers at 8 o'clock. They're the last game, the regular game of the season at 8 o'clock at night. At 1 o'clock, the Jaguars, who stink, are playing the Colts, who I believe are in the playoffs. Already in. Right. If, for some reason... The Jaguars, who stink, beat the Colts. Not only if one of the Raiders team wins or Chargers win, if they both tie, if they tie each other, the Raiders and the Chargers at eight o'clock, they both get in. So if the Jaguars win, yep, and they stink, right? And, and I I heard that their owner had a, an interesting weekend on social media this past week as well. Could be. I wasn't looking into that because I was doing playoff scenarios. Well, the the owner of the Jaguars also owns uh, um, a, a popular wrestling organization, and they might have put their foot in their mouth. Okay, I, I have a spectrocks in their nose. Uh, I have a resolution where I'm trying to stay off uh, the W word for the year. Oh. But- <laughs> so okay. So if the Jaguars win. And the Raiders and Chargers tie. Yes. Then the Raiders and Chargers both go into the playoffs. Yes. But if the Colts win and they tie, who goes in? Um, I think that one I don't know. But I think uh, maybe the Chargers because they would have the tiebreaker. I, I don't know on that. Okay. Um, don't have that in front of me. But. Um, here's a little thing. The Colts have not won at J ja- and they're at Jaguar stadium in like four years. So there's something going on there, but they're saying like NBC has the game and they're worried because like the Raiders and the Chargers might show up if the Jaguars win and just go, let's just keep kneeling the ball. Like we're both in. Like, so are you, in- are you insinuating that football could be possibly predetermined? No, because you wouldn't want to lose. But if you get the win or the tie, like you could go in. Like, like it, that would be your game strategy is just to tie the game. That's a strategy. It's not a great one. And a lot of people would be fucking pissed off. Right. The NFL would go crazy. NBC would go crazy. All the commentators would go crazy. But I would go, are the Raiders in? Good work. Good work, people. I watched like an hour and a half because the game would probably go really fast if you just kept kneeling it. Just I watched an hour and a half of them just doing no offense or no defense. And I thought about it. What if you could just both say 
we both relent, like before the game start, like not even have the game. Yeah, let's say, hey, we're gonna keep our players safe in the interest of COVID protocols. Exactly. Definitely Maybe. not because the Jaguars won earlier today. <laughs> right. But then, if I was the Raiders, I'd go, Chargers, my 31 rivals, three of my rivals in my own division. Uh, why don't you yield first? And, and then as soon as you guys are done yielding, we'll yield? Yes, we promise. Right. Raiders handshake. You know I mean? <laughs> and then as soon as they do, we're like, we want to play. But they yielded. We win. They're, we're in, they're out. I'd assume they wouldn't be able to do that. Oh, that would be a total Raiders move, though, Joe. They'd be like, well, we yielded, but we had our fingers crossed behind oh, our back. We did. We did. And the Raiders like, oh, cheaters. And then, uh, you know, but either way, I'm so Sunday's going to be an interesting thing because then if the Raiders get into the playoffs, you have to watch all the playoff games with me, right? No. What? You're a Raiders fan now. I'm a Raiders understander. Oh, you're just asking questions about the Raiders. Yeah. Gotcha. So, but yeah, so that's the situation that we're in. And uh, I'm, I'm interesting to see, like, part of me just wants to go have the, uh, just have the Jaguars win just to see, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because it doesn't affect me either way. Like, because if the Jaguars win and the Raiders beat the Chargers, the Raiders in, the Chargers beat the Raiders, the, the, you know, the Chargers in, blah, blah, blah. So I just like to see it. And then, like, just seeing the commentators on, on Sunday night at 8 o'clock just fucking sweating. <laughs> like, what's going to happen? So. But. so I saw earlier today this came across, like, all the uh, news things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaguar fans plan clown revolt on Sunday. Did you see this? No, I missed the clown revolt. Okay. Um, there is a large contingent, um, of Jacksonville Jaguar fans that have changed their avatars, mm -hmm. uh, to the owner of the company, um, uh, like kind of Photoshop to look like a clown. And it says they'll take it a step further this Sunday as they'll arrive in Jacksonville in full clown regalia. Oh my goodness. Um, da, 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 to protest the team and their retaining of the general manager. Um, and they're two and 15 season. Oh. Right. Right. Um, like nothing official, um, but it's to kind of show the protest of like the clowns that they've turned the team into. So the fans are going to dress up and it's just going to be like swaths of clowns in the crowd for the game this weekend. Oh, so <laughs> that's fantastic because the Jacksonville Jaguars beside that's the owner you said that has something to do with the W word. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you could say sports entertainment. Is that okay oh, or no? Maybe we'll see. But he, they had a coach this year named Urban Myers. You might've heard of him. He was, a. have heard uh, the name before, right? He was a college coach and everything, but he came up like they backed the Brinks trunk up to him and he was just like a shit coach. 
Mm-hmm. Like he was losing games, but he was like doing the old ball coach mentality, like in college football. Like when you have like 18 to 21 year olds and like you, you yell at them to run through a brick wall. Um, he was coaching grown men like that, where he's like on the sideline with the megaphone telling them, telling like men who have like trained their bodies and get paid millions and millions of dollars, like hydrate now, you know what I mean? Like go over and hydrate. And they're like, relax coach, like relax. And he was like doing all this kind of stuff, like belittling the players and they were losing games. And after a big loss, like, and I know you, you may not understand, like he didn't get on the plane and go home with them to Jacksonville. He stayed wherever he was. And he was like at a bar. Like, Oh yeah. Park. And he got like, and he got pictures taken of him, like with ladies that weren't his wife. Right. Grinding on him. Yeah. And, all that stuff. So he did that. And then finally, like at some point, like he was like, like he would tell like the, the, the assistant coaches, like go coach, like at the middle of the week, I'm like, I'm done. You coach. And then finally, like, I guess he went out and he was arguing with the, the, the field goal kicker. And I guess he kicked him in the leg at some point. And like, it just kept getting worse. And they were like, you're just gone. Like go leave. And everybody thinks like he never wanted to coach, but he wanted the big paycheck. Right. And then he took it and then just fucking like, like when it start when the, like, I'm not saying he went in going, I'm going to let the wheels come off and I'm going to get out halfway through the season. But when the wheels came off, he was like, I'm just going balls to the wall on this and getting fired. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I could, like take my, take my check and run though. I do think he didn't get paid the whole amount. I think he only got some of it, but either way, just the Jacksonville Jaguars are a fucking cluster fuck right now. <laughs> Well, I think that's good enough for the show, right? Yeah, we ended on football, so that's always good. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the only time when football's kind of interesting. And, like, the last, like, two games of the season, right? last well, playoff game, and maybe kind of sort of the Super Bowl. That's right. Remember the Raiders, Raiders motto, tie and you're in. Yeah. <laughs> you <know>? Oh, my <laughs> God. Um, but, hey, I want to give a shout-out, of course. It's the beginning of the year. It's the first after dark of the new year. Um, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Heroes. We had a bunch of people sign up in the last week. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a bunch of people up their pledges in the last week. So, uh, you know, we got the new cycle of Patreon shows beginning this month. Um, the Mark Pirro movies at the end of the month. Uh, previewing the past at the beginning of the month. Uh, the previews catalog in full should be up. Um, if you're listening to this on the $5, you know, because you get it early. Uh, the full catalog for January 1992 will probably be up sometime on Wednesday. Um, and like I said, that's for all the patrons. $5 folks will get previewing the past this week. And uh, like I said, everybody else will get uh, The Matrix uh, this week. Uh, the, la- the the season, the, the finale of uh, Six Never Seen Movies, which is my dis- my discussion of The Matrix. And I'll say this. Um, talking to people that enjoy the matrix and have seen all four movies. Right. Um, they, uh, some listen to the podcast, some don't mostly don't, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad that in my sensibilities of having only seen one of the matrix movies, especially this late in life, um, that my feelings kind of lined up with how they feel about what the four movies have become. Ooh, I'll have to ask you about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it almost makes me want to watch the fourth movie. 
Oh, I'm going to watch the fourth movie just yeah. because skip I, the uh, second and third and just watch the fourth. Well, no, I've seen two and three years and years ago, so I don't yeah, need yeah. to. But I got that old that old joke that I, you know, that I use all the time, like that every other people have had. I got sweat equity in it, so I'll just watch that last one. I have my brother's HBO Max. It's free for me. You know? Right. So. Um, yeah, but thanks, everyone, for signing up for the Patreon, even like the dollar level, the five dollar level, whatever it is. Uh, that means you want uh, to support us and help us make more podcasts and keep everything that we're doing alive. And we greatly appreciate it because we have fun doing them, you know? Right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. So, uh, again, thanks for listening. After Dark uh, 373. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you all next week. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini. <laughs> of Podcast Network.